0: You're listening to the Superpower Up podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckler, your superpower expert. And I have with us today such (sighs) an amazing person. He's such a special guest. And first and foremost, I want to give him a shout out and tell him thank you for his service. He happens to be a disabled combat veteran. Justin Myers and uh, his anti-piracy training with the Navy and and the work that he's done in the world is pretty remarkable. And and I know for those of you who are aspiring business owners, aspiring entrepreneurs, or just wanting to figure out how to expand on what you're already doing, you're really going to want to pay attention to what we're talking about today because we're discussing top entrepreneurs and discipline. And this man knows about both of those. So he, I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about what he's been able to accomplish in uh, the signage industry. Really impressive stuff. For most of us, it's like the holy grail of, you know, growing a business. And, and, it, and it's really impressive. But before I let him do that, I really want to just emphasize the fact that coming out of that, that combat service with the Navy and moving into business. And, and you know, I know what that takes. And, it, and there's, a, there's a whole kind of reprogramming that goes on. And so for any of you who are sitting around thinking, you know, that you can't do what he's about to tell you he did or that it's too hard or that or any of that stuff, like just stop. Like the only thing that's going to stop you is you and what you think is possible. And, and, and I love these living, breathing examples of, of what can be accomplished. And so without further ado, please join me in welcoming to the show, Justin Myers. Justin, thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Hey, my my pleasure. Glad uh, glad to be here, and uh, glad to help provide value to your audience.
1: Oh, absolutely. You 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 provide value with just the very essence of your being. So so the information is kind of secondary, in my opinion. But let's jump in and uh, ask you really quickly: What are your superpowers? Uh, so
0: I think I've got a couple of. Them. Um, one uh, is discipline, right? I know how to separate what what actually must be done, no matter what if, fans butts about it. Uh, and the ability to focus and make it happen. Um, discipline's all about doing what you don't want to do, uh, and it's about doing it when, uh, at, the, at the worst points, when, when you really, really don't want to do it, is when you absolutely must do it. Uh, so it's, it's all about a mindset control of, of knowing what you absolutely must get done, whether you like it or you don't, it's, it's sucking it up and getting it done.
1: Well, I want to jump in here before I let you talk about your other superpowers, and I'm sure you, you 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 have many. I was I was kind of laughing internally when you're like, I think I have a few. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you do. But I really want to emphasize what you just talked about. I think that we did some entrepreneurs and and folks, especially in the personal development arenas, a disservice with the whole you know find what you love and do it and and be passionate about it and all this stuff. But what you just said was it's doing what you don't want to do, right? Well, we have a whole industry telling people, don't do what you don't want to do. Why would you do something you don't want to do? Talk to me a little bit about that because I think you just pounded the nail on the head. So
0: when you get into business, right? You you can do what you love. Don't get me wrong. You can do what you love. But if you don't learn how to do the shit that you just absolutely don't like doing, you're not going to blow up. It's it's never going to happen. You, and, and when you get into business, it doesn't matter what your goals are, if you're not going to do what's required to actually achieve them. Right? So I have a goal of nine figures. That's my personal goal. I know what's required. I have mentors that are past that level. Um, and there's a lot of shit that I just hate. I'm not going to lie. Like, there's I a lot of that. aspects <laughs> that I just don't like doing. But you know what? At the end of the day, it comes down to me and I have to make it happen. And it's and it's my name. It's it's everything that I'm building. And if I'm not willing to do it, how the hell can I ask somebody else to do it?
1: Well, and I and I think that that's so crucial. And I remember what you're reminding me of when I um you know, when I went into counter intel with the army, it was I, yeah, my, my, my path was a little bit kind of obscure. I was 27 with a master's degree and I enlisted so I could get specifically that job. But I remember the path that led me up to that was I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then I had my master's degree, 9-11 happened. And I knew I wanted to be a part of, of that whole process. Um, but I didn't really know why. But But it was fueled by this idea of like, what do I want to be when I grow up kind of concept. And I remember... Sitting there one day at my desk, I was working on an investigation. I did espionage and terrorism investigations, and it was like at the end of the day, it was like I was I was kind of wanting to internally bitch and moan a little bit about a report or something some some tedious task I I, I was doing. Um, and, and we had just gotten done cleaning weapons, and I was just like, "What did I get myself into?" You know. And then I sat back and I said, "You know, at the end of the day, that was the goal, right?" I knew exactly what I what I wanted to do. I no, knew on some level that it served a bigger purpose, but there were all these tasks that had to be done. Now, of course, in the military and government, all that stuff, you don't have a choice. Like, like you, you have to clean the weapon. Like, it's your weapon. You have to clean it. Nobody's going to come and save you and clean it for you. Like, there is no choice. Like, it doesn't even enter your mind to say, um, what if I just don't do this, right? <laughs> and, and I think that we talked a little bit before the show about this, and, and it, it's certainly enculturated through the military process nobody's coming to save you, you know, it's like, you have, you not only do you have to save yourself, you have to know how to save everyone around you, you know? And so there's, I think that there's something to that with regard to what you're talking about. Um, and for those of us who have that training, it's like, it doesn't even enter your mind not to do it. It's like, it has to get done. Just freaking do it. Like, you know, and it's not really as painful as you want to make it out to be. Um, so, so as as you're talking, it's like, all of this is kind of coming together. Um, and I think that the discipline conversation is really missing and i wonder if when people get to let's say the nine figures if they just kind of forget it's kind of like they say about childbirth like once you hold your baby in your arms it's like you forget everything you just went through to make it happen but it was like you know i wonder if that's kind of part of it. it's like oh yeah it was easy i did all this and it's like no it wasn't like there were moments when you didn't want to do it there were moments when you were doing things you didn't really want to do and I, and i love the delineation that you made between of course you're on track to do something that you want to do and you have this big goal. But along the way, there's going to be tasks like you have to make your bed, you have to clean dishes. Like it's just, it's just how it works.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a a never ending battle. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) what a lot of people don't understand is, is the, the, the more you grow and the bigger you grow, the more the challenges and the more discipline is going to be required. Um, the bigger you grow, the more you grow, the more that gets put on your plate, the more you have to be able to manage, the more you have to be able to delegate, the more you have to be able to uh, read the numbers and understand and build a team and, and lead a team. And there's more responsibility. And that's just one aspect. That's the business. You still have, you know, what are you doing at home? You know, mm-hmm. just because you're, you're not in the office doesn't mean you're not working. Uh, I'm up at 431 every single day, seven days a week it doesn't change. And yep. I get, I get up, I get, I get my stretch done and I go out and I do my PT right I do it every single morning, seven days a week. It, you have to have discipline in all aspects of your entire life. And if you're not willing to be disciplined in all aspects, you won't hit massive success. You've got to be willing to sacrifice to get there. It's not a it's not a well, negotiating yeah. type atmosphere.
1: And we don't want to hear that. Like we have kind of this uh, this this prolonged adolescence in, in in a lot of aspects of our culture, and, and we don't want to hear that you have to sacrifice and you have to have discipline and you have to work hard. And I know a lot of you listening to this are like, but 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 like, and it, and it's feeding all of your fear pieces about you know being successful however let's flip that around and say it, it actually is probably one of the most powerful conversations we could have because listen to what justin's saying it means that it's in your control you get to choose this is not a this is not a, oh my gosh you have to do these things and this is thrust upon you what what he's, he's giving you the keys to the kingdom in the sense of if you want this if you have a goal and that's what you want you get to choose. You, you're you in control of whether or not you get there. It's not some force of nature. It's not something outside of yourself. It's none of that stuff. And so as much as we want to kind of bitch and moan about, wow, I have to do this thing, or oh my gosh, it's so hard, absolutely, you can feed that dialogue, or you can just freaking run right through that gauntlet and say, you know, no, I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes, and I know that that's in my power to do.
0: Absolutely. You've, you've got to be willing – You've got to be willing to go all in and, and you've got to be willing to have those hard conversations with, with, your, with your support cast and with your friends and, and with yourself, most important. Mm-hmm. How bad do you really want it?
1: Because <laughs> if you don't want it
0: to where your soul just is fire, you're not going to get there, man. Mm-mm. You've Never. got to eat, breathe, sleep, live it. Don't just talk <laughs> about it get out and do it that's step one just go you just go and build the structure as you go but just go Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i didn't get to where i'm at because i was sleeping you know eight ten hours a day (laughs) i had the last three days i've had six hours of sleep for the first time in three
1: years Oh, I love what you're talking about. It's like, if people only knew, I remember early on uh, with a couple of our businesses, we had some people, they're like, Oh, I'm going to go build what you built. I was like, awesome. Have fun. <laughs> like, let me tell you how I can help. Like, please, dear God, go do this, you know, because it's like, it really is the delineating factor is 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 everything that you're talking about. And add on top of that, you know, a situation like mine and my husband, Justin, and, and it's like, there, there are a lot of really hard conversations that have to occur. Because we we're balancing the marriage with parenting with the businesses and everything else, but what's so beautiful is that it all kind of melds together. It, the the skill sets, the approaches, the mindset for one really do accelerate all of them, and they really do enhance all of them. And so, when you're willing to play that game, you know, because 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 I know when we talk about discipline and sacrifice, a lot of people think well. But what about work life balance? And I just laugh every time somebody says that. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like like we are a twenty-four-seven family slash business slash marriage entity. And that's that that's part of the reason why Neva does businesses, our eight year old, because it's like I don't otherwise we wouldn't see her, you know, but she's embedded in the businesses and so we get to do it all together. And I think that's the only way we could do it, you know, because we we play all in and so and, and so everything that you're talking about really resonates with that i know i I stepped in on your on your superpowers thing what are some of your other superpowers
0: uh leadership uh communication uh you've got to be very direct you've got to be able to lead from the front Uh, i don't believe in managing behind a desk i think it's complete bullshit uh you can't hold people accountable if you don't know what the hell is actually going on and see it and uh and lead it um i think that uh you know understanding is another really good power of mine um and uh you know grit being willing and being able to just take the licks carry the load and, and just keep going
1: um mm, I've had my i love sharing, that um,
0: medically I, I you know i've had i've had uh many injuries in, in my life um I, i've come close to dying on several occasions um you know, it's and it, it comes down to how bad do you want to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that's to me that's a superpower. How how much do you want it? How bad do you want it? How what are you willing to go through mm-hmm. and keep fighting for? Uh, I think that's huge. And it's it's uh it's a true testament, uh, you know, when when you when you work with guys that, that are doing mid nine figures that they call you and ask you, Hey, what, what do I do to fix this? How do I fix this? This is my biggest problem. Mm -hmm. And it takes you 10 seconds to immediately put that into, this is what we're doing. And uh, you know, this is my suggestion and they they have implemented immediately.
1: Mm, I love it. Yep. Well, and and it's, I talk about a a lot about the influencer role and when you step into that space and, and, and it's, the influencer role stands on top of the discipline and the work that we're talking about, that, that total self dominion. And it is not just highly attractive, but it's, uh, I mean, it's this feeling like people can't help but be attracted to it in the sense that, that we're starving to connect with people who freaking know what they're doing are confident. They know what they're doing, that they have viable solutions. I know when our businesses moved from startup into the emerging business space, it was like, the i mean it was like ghost town i was like where are the service providers that feed this market like it's like holy cow like all of a sudden there was no one there anymore and we are like our businesses got to a point where they were starving for viable solutions you know it's like we found ourselves in that chasm between like those who feed like the startups or the 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 kind of entrepreneur sector versus those that feed the corporations and it's like whoa 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 wait hey we need help here and so i really um you know, we had that experience of we, we needed viable solutions. Exactly what you're talking about. Like like, I mean, we own a corporate counterintelligence firm. Like we, we don't move into um, vendor relationships easily without vetting them first. And so there there was that component too. Like like, and, and everything that you're talking about really played out um, for us in the business component, but only because we had done all that work prior to to get to the place where we knew what we were doing knew we knew where we were going and we knew what we needed you know so i love what you're talking about about people picking up the phone and saying hey this is my problem i need a solution and you being that guy that they're w- that they call for that and because you've done the work to get to the place where you excel in what you're doing so we need to take a quick break but when we come back i really want to talk about what you accomplished i know i teased that a little bit at the beginning I told you all this was going to be a really powerful conversation. We're talking with Justin Myers, and we're talking today about top entrepreneurs and discipline. So stay with us, and we will be right back.
0: Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The superpower net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching and a high vibrational network of people just like you when you join the net you get 24 7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers if you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world then join the superpower net today visit slash the net to learn more
1: awesome we're back here listening to the superpower podcast we're talking with Justin Myers today. All about top entrepreneurs and discipline. Justin, tell us. Tell I. I, I like I said in the introduction, like you've kind of hit the holy grail of um, you know what a lot of businesses aspire to do. Tell us a little bit about the the accomplishments that you've had with that.
0: Uh yeah, so uh, I've I've been able to to enter an industry uh, about three years ago. I uh, came in and partnered in with the TheSignChef.com. Um, and we've, uh, basically gone from, you know, we had some, some people that knew us, we weren't doing bad. You know, we were just under seven figures a year. Um, and now we are in the top 1% of the entire industry. I've got the biggest clients in the world. Uh, three of the top five global companies are my clients. Um, and I've got 181,000 across 13 countries now.
1: Those are some big numbers there, man, that, that. And that's not a small industry, <laughs> you know. There's, it's not like there's a lack of signage people. And so, what what was the secret sauce there? How did you accomplish that?
0: A couple things. So, uh, before I came to this industry, I did a lot of research. Right, always, 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 always know what you're going into. Um, so, there are a lot of problems in this industry. One, uh, customer service, salesmanship, um, and quality. Were three massive areas of problems that I found in this industry. Uh, so the very first thing I did is we fix customer service uh, and sales. For the very first thing we did, um, you got to take care of clients. Got to be able to explain to them what they're getting, why they're getting it, why it benefits them, helping them understand why they actually need this product versus you know the product that's half price down the street, um, so that they understand why they're why they're doing it. I think it's critical to look at your clients as partners. Um, so that was the first thing we did is we, we, we took a partnership approach with the clients. Um, you know, the, the next thing, um, you know, that, that we did was we ramped up production. Um, the production side, uh, going through our quality is bar on to anybody. Um, uh, we, we probably reject more signs coming out of our shop than, in, in, a, in a month than most people will produce in a year. Um, And the reason for that is the quality has to be there. We have a disadvantage in comparison to the rest of the industry where everybody that's local uh, businesses, you know, they get to go put signs up and their clients don't see all the little imperfections. Our clients open it up right out of the box. If there's an imperfection, it's in your face. Um, You know, so we don't have the luxury of hiding. So our quality standard, um, is, is by far the highest in the industry with, without a doubt.
1: Justin, how did you get over the hurdle of like the dollars and cents and really move into the space where you had enough confidence in the quality and in the, the concepts that you were playing with to, to say, you know, uh, no matter what the cost is, we, we have to do it this way. Actually, it's not even a, no matter what the cost is, it's. It's the it's it's battling the idea that um that if you you know, like you said, that that there's a lot of signs that you reject. That 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 had to been a mindset or mentality that you worked through because ultimately you learned that you make more money if you do that, but at first glance it seems like you're losing money. How did you how did you overcome that?
0: Uh so at first we were (laughs) actually to be honest with you, at first we were pretty bad. Um, however um, what, what, I've, what I did uh, is, one, um, built a culture. Uh, so one of the first things we did uh, when I got here is uh, basically terminated everybody and rebuilt an entire team, um, training, uh, teaching people how to do it, what the standards are, what the processes are. So uh, we had gotten away from process. Uh, so we, we revamped processes and efficiency. I'm, I'm a huge lean expert uh, lean process development is very critical for me and i think in a lot of ways that most people don't um which is why i've had the success i've had um so so i look at all the different aspects of of what are we doing why are we doing it how are we doing it is it actually working and we have a uh, we have a program in in the production facility uh, that we call the incident training report so instead of Instead of writing people up because they make a mistake, let's, uh, let's pull it out. Let's figure out what the actual root cause, right? So a lot of people look at the surface problem. Oh, you had a, a mislay on the vinyl and you had an air bubble in it. Well, why? I want to know why that's happening. So we reverse engineer a lot of things to figure out, is it the man? Is it the machine? Or is it the product? Um, so through a, an outrageous amount of process development and testing um, and watching and, and seeing things happening, uh, we're able to further our results and, and continue being able to perfect things and so we can get more out of what we're doing with a more predictable outcome.
1: I love it. You know, it's so funny. So much of what you're saying, I've heard, uh, I've heard myself say, or I've heard Justin say about how one of the things that we noticed really early coming from government into business was we just think differently. Um, We attributed that to the counter Intel piece uh, you know, the thinking that goes into, to the world of espionage and whatnot. Um, But I I wonder how much of that is kind of a military mindset in general. Um, I think a lot of our processes that we use are based on kind of military decision-making processes and it's just different. And uh, you know, I'm not going to come out and say that, that, Military members make the best business owners because there's a hurdle there too. You've got to disentangle that mindset, you know, because a military mindset is very similar to an employee mindset, which is you're told what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And depending on how high you went in the ranks, you may never, you may not have come out of that while you were in the military. And so coming into business, especially if you're not coming into it as an employee, but rather a leader, um, you know, or, or business owner, there's that, that's a whole different culture in and of itself it's you know so you kind of i don't know if you had that same experience but we certainly did kind of disentangling um all of that but but when you then emerge on the other side of that those are some really powerful skill sets that are sorely needed in the business arena in my opinion
0: absolutely so i I have a little bit of a a a weird opinion on the military um so (laughs) the so the military, just so you know, the military has actually produced more entrepreneur and business owners than any other institution in the United States.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that. How that—that's good to know. I Appreciate it. Yeah.
0: So, so the military is the number one producer of business owners, uh, more than any college, more than Harvard. You know, more than uh, more than all those formal education guys. Uh, here's the difference, though. Uh, most of them don't work, and a lot of it doesn't work out uh, because, depending on your job. Uh, very high likelihood that you literally had your entire day told to you 100%. Mm-hmm. There was, in the military, depending on what you do, there's really not much critical thinking at mm-hmm. all. Uh, so <clears throat> that skill set can be taught, it can be developed. Um, you know, I got lucky um, in my career and I had the SEAL teams get a hold of me and train me. Uh, when I went through the training with the SEAL teams, uh, that completely changed my career and my mindset in every aspect. And, and I think had it not been for that, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. Uh, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. Um, so, you know, if, if you're in the Navy and, 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 and you're a bosun's mate and you're, you're moving, you know, ropes and chains all day, there's no thinking involved. Okay. Let's just be real. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if you are an electronics technician and you're trying to troubleshoot yeah there's a there's a flow chart um what i learned through that process as a 25 millimeter gunner was the book doesn't give you all the answers so you actually have to learn how to think um luckily the the seal teams that helped me out i had that had that critical thinking and, and discipline built into me pretty hard um you know so i was able to give some some different thought out, out aspects. Um, you know, while I was in, I actually rewrote all of our uh, combat training scenarios um, because of the SEAL teams. Uh, they gave me a different mindset, a different approach. And mm-hmm. I started looking at different things and different vulnerabilities that we had and realizing how much exposure we had uh, to, to be an attacked and, and not being able to defend at the levels that we needed to. Uh, so I rewrote all of our training scenarios to be able to build on our strength, but raise our weakness, um, and at least buffer it. So I think that was a critical aspect for us and our success in doing what we did and
1: combat. It's so interesting to hear you talk because, um, when Justin and I met teaching at the counterintelligence special agent course, and they actually came to me because of my uh, bachelor's and master's degrees in critical theory and asked me to write a class on critical thinking. And at that time they, they, they were still pulling a lot on old cold war doctrine. And it was like, and I flat out, I told them, no, I was like, I won't do it. And they said, well, why not? And I said, because you don't really want me to teach these people to think critically because it's pretty antithetical to the rank structure. And they said, well, we don't have a choice. We have to start implementing this. And what they were seeing was exactly what you were talking about, SEAL teams, Ranger teams, You know, some of the special ops folks, they had no choice when their life was on the line. They had to be able to think critically in that moment, whereas that just didn't translate over to every other area of the military. And so ultimately I ended up crafting a course. It ended up being about two days of instruction. Justin and I were the only two who could teach it because I put some pretty complex concepts in there. But it's, it's everything that you're, you, you identified also, which is for, for the most part, most positions within the military were never designed to um, inculcate this kind of critical thought on purpose, right? How do you control a huge, especially with the army as big as it is, how do you control this huge behemoth of a system unless people are towing the line and not really having individual kind of ideas of how things should be done? Um, but that, but when the you know the the when the enemy shifted into this volatile, versatile adversary, um, something had to be done. Things had to start changing, and 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 we saw that. And one of the reasons I love entrepreneurship is that um, you can shift and change so rapidly. Um, the military takes a little bit longer sometimes to change the entire culture. Um, but I can affirm everything that you're talking about, and so you know I love the parallels here, and then and then how it bleeds over into business. Um, Really amazing. Before we let let you go, before we uh, close up, let's give folks. You know, we've given them so much information, but let's give folks one thing right now, starting right now in this moment, they can do to truly move their lives forward in um, all of the positive ways that you've outlined.
0: Outwork everyone. Be disciplined. Get your ass up at four thirty in the morning. Begin your day by putting your feet on the ground and. Get moving fast. If you are not going to outwork everybody, you can get to goals 30, 40 years from now. I took over an industry in three years. I have a GED. I did not go to college, but I outworked everyone. It's possible, but you have to be willing to outwork
1: i think that's solid advice and and it's and and that links us right back into this discipline component um and and i you know anyway i don't need to say anything else that was brilliant justin where can people go to find out
0: uh you can find me on facebook at justin Myers enterprises uh and you can find me on uh snapchat twitter instagram master guns the s is a five uh, and you can also find me at Justin at com.
1: I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I love everything that you stand for and what you're doing in the world. And, and I really appreciate the fact that you're proving it's possible, um, and modeling that for others. So, so thank you and I honor what you do in the world.
0: Absolutely. My pleasure to be here. Thank you.
1: Awesome. And, and a big thank you for your service and, and what you did for our country.
0: Hey, man, my, my honor and my
1: privilege. Awesome. Very cool. And thank you all for your loyalty. As always, we appreciate it. Until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone.
0: Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.